Hey guys, John here. I just want to talk about something for a minute. We actually have a Patreon up right now in full swing, and that is our $5 a month plan. It's called Movie Lovers Classics. It covers bonus episodes, reviewing classic movies like you're about to listen to right now with the uh, little Caesar review that we just did, early access to episodes, monthly newsletters, shoutouts on the main uh, feed, early access to episodes, and then we also have all-access documentary series review, which is $10 a month. And that includes bonus episodes, Eli Roth's History of Horror, early access to episodes, monthly newsletters, free digital movies, shout-outs on the main feed as well. And then that also includes our classic uh, movie reviews as well. And then our $20 a month plan is our VIP movie lover. And that also includes bonus episodes, classic movie reviews, interviews with independent actors, actresses, directors, and comic book writers, and it also includes movie lovers documentaries and early access to episodes, monthly newsletters, free digital movies, and shoutouts on the main feed as well. Go on ahead, subscribe to the Patreon. We hope that we'll see you there, and always until next time, guys, bye-bye. we go and unmute okay there we go <laughs> hello movie lovers and welcome to the show and i have a very special episode that we're actually going to be doing we're actually doing a movie review on the king of staten island and with me i have rossi mccree with me say hello to everyone hello rossi. everyone <laughs> and i have my i have nicole with me hi say everybody <laughs> and yeah we're actually going to be doing the king of staten island this is actually one of those movies that i've watched like four or five times already because i just love the dark humor of it and stuff like that but this movie is actually based off of pete davidson's uh life and everything too i didn't know if you knew that or not yeah, oh, yeah. I it in a sort of like what he thought his life would be if he didn't come a, a comedian well, I think it had a lot to do with the fact that, you know, he had a, such a tough life yeah. and everything, too. People looking down on him. So I yeah. think that had a lot to do with the influences within this movie, because you can actually tell that's actually what they were going for, was the people looking down on him, doubting him. This right. movie is filled with passion, but at the same time, it's t it actually pulls on your heartstrings and stuff like that, and also yeah. pulling for him at the same time. Yes. So this has a lot of gears and a lot of layers to this whole this movie but let me go on ahead and talk about a couple of things that i like number one the director of this movie is just fantastic i have full respect for the director and everything too i think that he's a phenomenal director uh pete davidson plays scott um marissa tomei plays uh margie then you have Love bill her. burr who plays ray bishop see basimi's yep. in there as papa and then the runtime's at two hours and 17 minutes. And I'm going to be honest with you, the runtime to me is a little too long. You can actually feel the runtime for this movie. Yeah. You know, I enjoyed the, the how long it was. Um, I really got immersed in the story. And I honestly didn't want it to go off. It, it, right. it was surprisingly really good. And that sometimes seems rare. Because, like... I did think it was a little long, but I was never angry at it. I'm like, oh, it's right, so right. going. Okay, like, on the last episode of my podcast, we watched Titanic, and there were a lot of times in that where I'm like, this <laughs> needs to be over. But I never felt that way with this one. Right. Yeah, right. And I feel like this movie actually needed to be two hours because you're dealing with a lot of things with this character. You're dealing with the death of the father. Mm -hmm. You're dealing with... Him being a slacker and everything else, and then him just His sister moving to college, depression, right? Right. Eighty, you know, eighty. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's just progressing, moving on forward, and right. you know, like I said, if you guys do not know what the King of Staten Island is, it's about this guy named Scott. He's a freeloading twenty-four-year-old kid who's still at, lives at home with his. Uh, mom and an, an inspiring tattoo artist, which his tattoos are not that great. <laughs> or we're gonna get to that in a minute. Um, who is also dealing with his father who died in the fire in 9 11. 
and his sister's accepted into the university, like Nicole had said. So he's dealing with a lot of stuff with that. And then also, too, yeah, he can come around as dickish and everything, too. Yeah. And, you know, but at the same time, you can tell that he's covering something up inside of him. Like, he's afraid of change. And right. you can tell that he's afraid to change. Like, when, for perfect example, his sister's about to go to college. And he doesn't yeah. want to accept that his sister's moving out and going to college. So what does he do? He's putting the blinders on, right? So yeah. what I mean by the blinders is the fact that as long as he sits on that couch, she's not going to college. As long as he smokes yeah. his weed, yeah. he's not going, she's not going to college. Right. And, the, and as long as he doesn't go to that party, she's, he's, <laughs> she's not graduating. Right. Right. And everything. Like he refused to, to go out and say goodbye to her because he acted as if she was just going up the street. Like it was no big deal right. until her friend Joanne's like, no, like we're going yeah, to be gone for four years. You might want to come out and say goodbye to your sister for a while. Yeah. Right. Just was happy. She was like, yeah. you know what? I'm not going to let you just be a jerk right now. Your sister's going to college. This is a big right. deal. And because he wasn't even doing anything important. He was watching Spongebob. I'm like, really, dude? <laughs> You're just <laughs> ridiculous. Well, it depends on what episode it was. Spongebob's <laughs> yeah. pretty good. Spongebob's. And I thought it was funny how she was dragging him out, and he takes a look at Spongebob again as if he just doesn't want to miss that episode. I thought that was really funny as well. Oh, yeah. And mom's outside just crying and you know, going through it because her baby's leaving and he's just standing back, just kind of like, you know how he is. Just like you said, the the kind of dickish attitude, you know, the dark, right. you know, humor that he has, sarcastic. Yeah. Right. And another thing, too, is I love his friends. His friends is probably the highlight of this film. <laughs> yeah, they remind me of my friends, to be honest with you. We used to bust each other's balls all the time in <laughs> junior high and stuff like that, talking the same way they talked. Okay. And they yeah. also do- and you know what was funny though, being in that basement and everything, and then them just watching um what was the movie that they were watching? It was uh it was the purge. Yeah, the purge. The I purge. think the first one. The purge. Yeah, yeah, the very first one. And then like, why the hell are we watching the purge? Yeah. Just because it's a fucking good movie. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> and then the girls are like, I wanna go dancing. And they're like, Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Igor, do you like dancing? He goes, yeah, I like dancing. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, see, he likes dancing. And I love the um, when the one girl sees uh, the tattoo on right. uh, on Scott's arm and asks about the tattoo. <laughs> it was about it was his father's death when his father died, and everyone's kind of like, ooh, why'd My you ask died. that question? Why'd you have to ask about that tattoo? And the jokes that they made about uh, his dad being dead. Right, and I he found also that hilarious. Me too, because he even makes a joke about his dad being dead, though. Too, this is yes. if you're into dark humor, this movie's for you. But if you're exactly. not into dark humor, this movie right. is not going to be for you. You're going to be in total misconception of what you're getting into. Uh, right. I know Charlie's commenting in the comment section, so let me go on ahead and talk about that. He goes, the movie changed that part. It was actually a hotel fire that the ceiling collapsed oh. on his father in the movie. The true event was he died on 9-11. Yeah, I'm going to get into that in a few minutes, Charlie. I just didn't want to put it out there right now, but we're going to get we're going to get to that most definitely. Uh, we also ironically starred Marissa Tomei. Yep. Who so the best. I love Marissa won. Tomei. I, I do too. I do I, too. I, she looks so good too. She does. She does. Right? Yeah. I don't and, know what it is about her, but it, whenever I see her in the movie, I'm I just get happy. I'm like. Oh, Marissa Tomei. Right? I just, she makes me smile. Right. Exactly. Exactly. She's so classy, though. She's a, she's a class, classy. Yes. Adds a, a, an air of class to whatever she's in. And she does a really good job because yeah. you can tell as a right. mom, she loves her son. Of course she does. Yeah. That's her baby. Yeah. But she's right. just so frustrated with him. And, like, you know, she's trying to tell him to move out at first, but she's, like, trying to be polite about it. And she's trying to get him a job and be polite about it and I I could feel her pain a bit. I'm like I, I get where right. she's coming from. But then it changes, right? When Scott goes, It's okay, Mom. I'm still gonna be here. She's just gonna be like <laughs> ten minutes away. And she wrote Mesa Tomei's look on her face is like, Yeah, great. Yeah. Great, Scott. Yeah. I, I wish that you would leave. <laughs> right, right. 
And the fact that, you know, know, I think she recognized that uh, uh, Scott, obviously, I I think she has guilt that she that his dad died when he was seven. And Mm -hmm. it's like it's a subject that they don't want to talk about, really. I mean, they still have the shrine in the in the house. I mean, and it's been years since he's been dead. And and Scott's just hasn't ever dealt with it from what the family's saying. The sister made that Mm -hmm. statement saying, you know, they've been dealing with him, you know, for years since he was seven. Mm-hmm. Right. And I can imagine, though, I mean, that's a lot of stuff to actually process in everything, too, because your memories right. of your father during that time period is kind of, you know, flaky because of the fact that you don't have that conception of who your father was. You only right. know a small bit, but not the whole thing. And we're going to get into that, though, too. Yeah. But, you know, I do like the whole entire thing where they do the, um, like you said, with the friends in the basement and he goes, ding yeah. dong, who's there? Not your dad. <laughs> I love that. I, honestly, when I saw that part, I was like, I was really there for the movie, you know, because you know, you you know, Pete is funny. You see him on Saturday Night Live, and you're waiting for that for the movie to grab you. So when they're in the basement with the friends and they're making the jokes, you're like, I want to see again what happens next. You know, you really like that oh. group of those mm-hmm. group of kids, and you know someone feel- like you said, you know people oh. like that. Yeah, yeah, they're so right. real, realistic. Absolutely. Yeah. Kelsey, you met Kelsey before. They're not perfect people, but it's like, you know, that doesn't matter. They're still, you know, they still feel like realistic. And, you know, it's like they do like each other, even if it seems like they don't. Like, um, uh, the guy they call Igor. Yeah. There was this, there was this kid who came by to buy some drugs and he insulted Igor and they all say, Hey, you get out of here. You don't insult him. We insult him. We can make fun of him, but you can. And I was like, okay, yeah, I actually am behind that. Like, you know, you can make fun of your friends, but other people can't. Right. right. Because remember (laughs) Igor, um, remember it was about Xanax. They were, uh, he wanted to sell the kid came over to to buy buy Xanax for 60 bucks. He only had 40. And then, uh, next thing you know, the kid starts insulting Igor. He goes, man, he goes, what size shoes do you wear? He goes, I wear a nine. He goes, man, you can't even get on a roller coaster. That's right. You wear a size five. Stop lying. Because, <laughs> right? see, I, I knew that kid looked familiar, too. It was the kid who was Rico in Hannah Montana, like, ages ago. My niece loved Hannah Montana. And so I was like, this Igor guy looks familiar. And I realized it was him. And oh, I was wow. like, oh, yeah, that's him. I was like, oh, I, I knew it. he, yeah, he played Rico, the guy who owned that little like shop on the beach. That was him. Yeah, I didn't even know that. that that's a little fun that. fact. Right. Uh, let's see. Charlie said, to be honest, the movie felt just felt weird for him. Not your typical Judd Apatow film. I can understand that, that is- Charlie. I mean, like I said, I like Judd Apatow. I'm glad that you actually put his name in there so the way I can actually remember. Um, but I like the performance by Pete uh, D- Davidson. Definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, he did, he did um, a great performance. It was a really good movie. Mm-hmm. It was. It has everything you want in this movie. You have relationships. Yes. You have drama. You have comedy. You have yeah. everything that you want from a movie. You know? And, and, and a great cast. Because, you know, you got people that mm-hmm. you've seen in, uh, uh, for me, stand-up that I've seen doing stand-up on Showtime and you see them pop up as, you know, guests in a restaurant, you know, right. um, Bill Burr, you know, that was a huge surprise. Right. I didn't know he was in a film <laughs> yeah. and seeing him was awesome because I, I love Bill Burr. <laughs> right. Me Bill too. Burr was probably one of my favorites out of the movie, though. Yes, right. <laughs> and let me just tell you why. Because, okay, this kid comes over to, uh, to you know, Sky. And his friends. And you can definitely tell that they've been at this hangout spot since they were kids. Yes. Because the same security guard is still that security guard. That's right. <laughs> and the security, security guard who tells guard them to. Falls. <laughs> goes, One more time, kids. I'm going to throw you out. I'm going to call the cops. Of course you're going to call the cops. You're a rent-a-cop. You can't do anything. Yeah, at the, at the, 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 the orphanage for a, it was a, a, a what is it, a orphanage? And yeah, a cemetery for the kids. Like yeah. Yeah. But I love that though because it also reminds me in high school we had this cop who was a security guard. So my friend Daniel actually said, "Hey, officer, so and so, if I lay down on the ground and everything, will you draw a little pictures for me?" 
<laughs> because he wanted to trace up the outline of his body is what he wanted oh, to do. <laughs> so, you know, we we did a lot of stuff like uh, like they did, and then of course, this, um, of course, you know, um, Bell Burr's son Ray Ray's son comes over there and he goes, "Hey, yeah. I'm Harold. Harold. Too. Harold. He goes, "Hey, what's your name, kid? I- I'm Harold. Man, that sounds like a tough ass name, man." Hey, I'm gonna call you Harry. Yeah, I'm gonna call you. We're laughing, guys. This movie was that good. That's why we're laughing. It's it's hilarious. Because the scene is really funny. It is so (laughs) and Igor's like, I don't he goes, this he's the only one that actually has brains in this situation. (laughs) Right. Like, I don't do it. He's trying to talk about it. it. Okay, don't don't do it. Don't don't do it. And then even the other guys like, man, don't do it. You messed up Obama. Is I can't even wear my shirt on man. <laughs> that's right. That's right. He couldn't go to any black colleges. He couldn't go to like the black restaurants anywhere because, and he really messed up on that whole. Yeah. <laughs> when the, the the security guard calls him the fat Kanye. Oh yeah, yeah the that's... fat Kanye. Yeah, yeah, that was that hilarious. Part I died. Had me rolling. I was like, right? Me too. Up. Me too. <laughs> Can't say I'm no problem. Not right. <laughs> yeah, um, Jen, yeah, it's on HBO Max. So I hope that you enjoy that film. This is why I like doing these film reviews and everything. So you guys can actually watch something new. Tell me what you guys think about right. it and everything. So yeah, just hit me back up and everything in the comment section when you get done watching it because I'm kind of curious of what you think. Um, but yeah. Then, of course, he draws a line because the, he wants a Punisher tattoo, which I want a ta- Punisher right. tattoo as well. That's right. Because that's the same tattoo I want. But the kid, all of a sudden, he just draws a line. Ah! So he goes on ahead and next he thing I know, off. runs off. Yeah. And after that happens, I don't know. Is it like a couple of hours later or is it the next day? Because it doesn't really you know, I'm thinking, Yeah, I'm thinking maybe a, a few hours later. I that so, the okay. father shows up and brings, and don't forget the part where Scott did ask the kid, do you give me your full permission to <laughs> tattoo you? Right. And he's like, yeah, I do. And Scott, and Scott's like, that's good enough for me. Let's, let's, let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. And but yeah, like, so hours I, later. I, yeah. Right. And then Igor's like, I don't, I don't want to be with you guys anymore. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid runs and they're like, run kid, run, run. Run! Kid. I thought that was right. funny when I told them, "Run, just run, kid." Right. And then, and then you know, uh, Harold's father finds Scott's house. Gosh, right. Knocks on the door, and of course, it's Scott's mom is there, and <laughs> it's hilarious <laughs> oh, yeah. because and then, like she calls for Scott as Ray is explaining what ha- happened, and Scott like appears for a second, goes like, "Oh shit!" and he goes like to leave again. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Because he, like, he finally realized that he couldn't get into trouble for this. You can't tattoo a kid. Like, the only right. way you could possibly do it is if the parent gave consent, but, like, no sane tattoo artist would do that. Yeah. No. Yeah. And not that young either. <laughs> oh, no. Right. And, you know, I liked it when he goes, you let your middle-aged child uh, draw oh, on my son. And he goes, <laughs> He goes, first of all, I'm not middle-aged. I'm 23. Yeah. And then he starts, he says, well, what are we going to do about this? He goes, well, I can go on ahead. I can pay for the laser and laser it off and everything at the hospital and everything. And she's in a panic. She doesn't know what to do or anything. And then yeah. Scott's just still talking. He goes, He's like, if I, I want to go to my room, I can go to my room. I don't need anyone to tell me to go to my room. I can just go to my room freely. And Ray's just going off. I mean, as he should, going off. Poor Harold's embarrassed because dad's embarrassing him. And the funniest line, I don't know what it is about, you know, uh, Ray and his kids, but look both ways before you cross the street. And I'm dying at that because they're screaming. Look both ways and I am. (laughs) Yeah, that was hilarious. Right. That 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 scene made me makes me laugh every single time because I just want to let you know I choose to go to my room because I'm a grown that's ass right. man and that's what I do. <laughs> I can go to my room if I want to go to my room. The funny thing is I have a friend of mine that looks like him and also talks like him. And also 
and he has that same uh, humor and everything. So really, yeah. So when I'm watching it, I don't I don't see Pete Davidson. I see him. I get that. <laughs> I get, and I saw the picture. He does look like him, especially with the glasses on. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. But you know, um, but back to this though, I mean, I definitely love the introduction of Bell Burr. Bell Burr de- did a good job of playing Ray Bishop. Yeah. You can definitely right. tell that he cares about his son. He doesn't he want this off he wants this tattoo off of him or this line off of him. Mm-hmm. And then the mother's in a panic and then after that they want he I think it's the next day, they want he winds up going back to her house. Yeah. And it was the next if it wasn't for uh Sky they wouldn't have gotten together. So the tattoo thing right. happened to be a good thing. <laughs> right. It's a blessing. Yeah, he goes back and invites her out. Uh, they end up and, you know, going out on, on a date and she's kind of awkward because she hasn't been out for a while. And, and they're both funny. I thought their scene was just both funny. And Marissa, Marissa Tomei is absolutely hilarious. So I love that scene between her and Ray. And uh, when she's like, are you flirting with me? He's like, I absolutely am. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm flirting with you. I thought that right. was so cute. I I love them as a couple. Yeah, me too. They actually have a lot of chemistry. Yeah. And I kind of like, I also understood like why it took her a long time to tell Scott too. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, at first he seems excited. Like he, he while she's like, hey, I made you breakfast. Like she's trying to butter him <laughs> up. And she's like, I'm seeing someone. And he's like, oh, that's great. And then she's like, um, it's Ray. And he's like, that douchebag. That's right. That's right. He's he like he a tantrum. Mom's right. dating, and he's just not Basically, comfortable yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah and then, he's like a kid. And then he goes, what does fucking Ray do anyways? Oh, he's a firefighter. Oh, that's just fucking perfect. Why don't we just <laughs> want to have a memoir right by Dad's fucking thing right over here? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> he gets really pissed off about that. Yeah. I mean, and, Leia can kind of understand, because, you know... I was maybe thinking he's like, oh, if they somehow get married, what if she, he dies too? Then she's lost two husbands, and I just can't. Yeah, I get that. I get that because he's traumatized by the fact that his dad died. How his dad died? So I, I get his, you know, his um, apprehension about his mom dating a, a firefighter. You know, right. anyone but a firefighter. Yeah, right. And I just I'm, think he handled it the wrong way. Right. You know. He did. But granted, yeah. you know, I can't blame him just because it seems like he has not dealt with this properly. Like, like, see, I think it's also because I've, I'm someone who advocates for therapy. I kept, I was like, dude, you need to go to therapy. You need a counselor right. or someone to talk to. Right. Right. Yeah. Another thing, too, that I want to mention is the fact whenever I first saw that, I'm like, OK, is he afraid Ray is taking his father's place or is he afraid that he's about to get his ass kicked out of the house? That was my other initial thought. I think because uh-huh. I was I was thinking that he was concerned that Ray was going to I don't right. know if he if he thought he was gonna get kicked out, but that Ray was gonna come in and like be dad. Take over. Right, right. Take over, move that. in, you know, having breakfast. Yeah. I mean, spending the night over. I think it's like that's his territory, you know? Yeah. And you know, with Scott dealing with his depression because he has he's on antidepressants, you know, that he's taken so you know, and you them. also see the relationship with he and Kelsey. You know, he's right. kind of afraid to let anyone in. Right. Because you know, remember, he's even because remember what Chelsea says. She goes, well, thank you for the sex. He goes, yeah, it was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and it's, it, yeah, it's nothing to him. Right. And to find but out they've it, been together for a while, but he didn't look right. at it as a relationship. He just thought they were having fun. Yeah. And yeah. again, it's just it's, he's he's scared, and you again you yeah. get it. It's just he's not going about this in a yeah. weird way, you know. Yeah, definitely. But you know, another thing too that I liked was the fact that okay, after all that happens, he goes to the tattoo parlor where MGK is. Oh right, and, yes. And then oh my god, he ripped that customer in half. <laughs> And I, love I, will, I do agree that one tattoo with the confederate flag it's like why the hell would you even ask for that oh my god right 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 exactly and i was like that too i'm like this is not going to end well for that customer and then he looks <laughs> at uh and whoever james is that died i'm sure that he was a douche and no one wants to deal with him so i'm sure everyone's happy that he's dead and he's not coming back and the guy's like 
you really want to do that? And it was a hilarious scene because, you know, they're showing as he talks about each tattoo, you know, the camera pans over, pans over to the other tattoo. And when a dude gets up to, you know, go after him as he should, he got the hell out of the tattoo. Collar. Right. But not only that, but he also talked about the naked girl on the motorcycle, though, too. He said, <laughs> That's right. I forgot that. Uh, what, what's up? Is James going to go marching on the uh, on the Confederate flag? Like, what? He's, I, the he's like running out of the tattoo parlor. It's right. hilarious. Oh, my it, God. It really so is. That, that scene was great. And also, too, he goes, and he, the bit where he goes, I'm, I'm kind of confused here. Uh, is the motorcycle burning a pussy or what? <laughs> That's right. And, uh, That's right. That made me crack up. Dude, that whole scene, that whole scene, yeah. and I remember you telling me about that scene, and which I which I end up watching the movie and then seeing that scene and just died. It was it was just a really good scene. That was like one of the you know you have different parts of the movie that were your favorite part, moments, right. and that was another moment that you know of course you love. Definitely. And then, of yeah. course, he winds up getting a job as a busboy at this restaurant. Oh, yes, that's that's right. The and, pizza place. Right. <laughs> and then these people are asking him, he goes, look, I need you, I need a steak, medium rare. I'm just I'm just paraphrasing. And he goes, look, I'm not going to get I'm not going to remember shit. He's like, are you ready? They really specific. To like, okay, as someone who has worked in food service and knows people who work, same here, right? Never be overly specific because that's how you get people spitting in your food and talking about you. Yes, yes. The scene where he then goes to the back and he spit on the food. One of the waiters says, "Dude, you can't do that. That's not how you spit people's food." (laughs) Right, because he got pissed off over at uh the boyfriend. Remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was that the night that Ray was there. Yeah, Ray. Yeah, and, okay. uh, and you know he goes he goes on ahead and spits inside the bread, and he goes, "Dude, you're doing that wrong. You you got to actually step it up." And he goes, "Okay, so should I just go ahead and cram this whole entire bread up my ass, or what?" He goes, go He's for like, it if you can. can. <laughs> I thought the favorite part of, of the restaurant was. Um, of course, the the end of the the evening, and this is the the scene before Ray and Mom comes in there when he first starts there, and at the end of the night, they're all gathered around because they have to fight for tips. Dude, when I saw that scene, I mean, that was awesome. That was so funny. And they Not had to Hulk, they had Hulk gloves, the ones you wear to pretend right. you're the Hulk. To actually slap your coat, spar with your um, co workers. I would actually right. work there, right? <laughs> you know, that was that was great. That was a lot of fun. I thought that was funny. I'm happy that they added that in. I died when um, when I when you realize, oh my god, they're really gonna fight for tips. And you know, the dude's like uh, uh, Zoots, I think his name is, he's dancing yeah, around Zoots. and he's like, I'm I'm doing you know, I watch Creed, I'm doing what Creed did. So they start doing the same thing and he's making jokes, you know, to Scott and then not Scott out. Not, you know, Scott falls out. And oh. that was just a funny scene. I think that was great that they added that in fight for tips. Me too. That was that fantastic. Was, that yeah. guy could have just been a random nobody <laughs> character. Um, but they gave him so much personality in life that even though he's just there only for a little bit, yeah, kind of. He added a lot to the movie. I'm like, I was like pleasantly surprised. He was so funny because, like, right. again, like with the the thing when they were like about to fight, they're like talking to each other like in a friendly <laughs> manner. He's like, you know, not doing this to be a dick, but he's like, I want those tips, and I was like, I totally understand. Because again, <laughs> food service, you do not get paid well. You need those tips, yeah. man. You need that for rent. Or when he I thought like, he was going to knock out the one bus boy, Javier, whatever his name was. And yeah. he's like, I'm sorry, Javier, but I got to do it. And, he gets <laughs> it and you're thinking, and the audience is thinking, oh, he's he's going to do it now. Okay, he's gotten used to it. He's going to knock this kid out. So he goes over there, and you're not expecting for him to run into Javier's glove and knock himself out. <laughs> I right. thought that was so oh, funny. He's like, are you okay? He felt bad. <laughs> <laughs> he's 
And then on top of that, it's health gloves. Guys, this movie is just so Oh, funny. That, that's right. It's health gloves. That's right. Right. Yeah. And another thing, though, too, is remember Scott's first night, he's like, he didn't know what to think. Yeah. Because he thought it was probably yeah. part of Fight Club or some underground club <laughs> or something. Right. <laughs> isn't that his uncle who owns it, I think? I'm not sure. That's actually a good yeah, question. Yeah, because I remember, I think the guy was somebody who was at that graduation party for his sister. Okay. Oh, he was at the graduation party. The, the, the owner of the restaurant never put that no together. No more his family. I can't never really put it remember, together. But, um, I was like, that. I'm not surprised that they're going to fight for the tips. <laughs> right. And remember, he was like, um, but yeah. I don't want the tips. You can have the tips. I don't want them. And they, they make them right. fight anyways. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> And uh, another thing, too, that I actually wanted to mention as well, that, I've, you know, another thing that I liked was, okay, you actually have bonding time with uh, Steve Burr's character, oh, with Ray. Ray. Because remember, he goes, hey, Kate, come on, come on over here, sit down. Mm-hmm. He goes, so, they, so he went on ahead, Scott sits down, and he starts talking about, um, hey, do you want to catch a baseball game with the Yankees? And he's thinking, like, New York Yankees, but it's minor yeah, league right, baseball. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, no, I would never fucking watch an MLB game. Plus, I'm a Red Sox fan. So, and I'm also a Red Sox fan. But anyways, but, um, but yeah, I just thought that little, that little thing when he, when he actually said was great. And then, of course, um, they wind up bonding. And then that's when Steve Buscemi's character comes in, Papa. Because remember, um, matter of fact, Steve Buscemi used to be a firefighter. And everything before becoming an actor. Oh, okay. I can see that actually. Yeah, um, he actually helped out during 9 11. Okay, didn't know oh, that. Really? Yeah. Oh, wait, I do think yeah. I remember reading that a long time ago. Yeah, it's actually true. He was, as a matter of fact, I listened to it on the Talking Sopranos podcast when they had him as a guest mm-hmm. on how he became up and everything from acting, and it was really good. But he said, Yeah, I actually went and hung out with the old guys again and everything, and Rode on the back of the fire truck and everything, and I helped everybody. As he goes, it was a great nice. experience. Okay, okay. Yeah, Steve Buscemi is so cool. He, he is. He fact. definitely is. But I also like the shirt that Scott is actually wearing. It looks like something that the Joker would actually wear. <laughs> because <laughs> which one? The one with the mushrooms or the smiles all over his face? Oh, the smiles. Over, okay. Okay. Over, over oh, yeah, the smiles. Okay. And <laughs> you know, and of course, then you realize he has Crohn's disease. That's right. That's right. So I, I didn't. You know what? The first couple of times that I watched that, I didn't. I thought he was just messing with them. You know, I thought yeah. he was just making some shit up. Oh, I have Crohn's yeah. disease. You want a hot dog? No. What's Crohn's disease? Oh, that's whenever I just st- don't stop shitting. So <laughs> that's right when I eat something I shouldn't eat, and I just, <laughs> I just and they're like, right. Thanks for that. Appreciate that. Right. And he goes, Next but he really like wound at the baseball game. You know, he embarrassed. Right. You know, Ray. Um, and yeah. you know, he's getting ready to tell him why he doesn't like firefighters. Right. And he said, if you're going to have kids, don't have kids. Just don't fucking have kids because this is horrible. <laughs> you destroy their, their, you destroy their childhood because you run right. into a burning building. You don't know who the fuck these people are or anything like that. Next thing you know, their your kid doesn't have a father anymore. So, and he right. actually pretty much said F the uh, fire department. Right. And everything. Right. Yeah. And Again, Ray is just get where he's coming from. Yeah, right. But yes. he is not going about this the right way. Right. Right. And then at that point, you really, you really get that, like you said, he's not really joking. He's making a point. Like he's letting you know, this is how it affected me. You know, That's and right. so, and why he is the way he is. Just this, you know, loaf, loaf for through life. Just you know, nothing taking in, not taking anything serious. You know, and right. I think he wants to, but he's just still dealing problem. with, you know, yeah, the father thing. Yeah. Right. And I think it's also just a scary idea. Like, you know, if you put yourself out there, what's going to happen, you know? But I think, you know, he's not really realizing that the world needs firefighters. You know, we need right. people like that because not everybody's like that. You know, not everybody's exactly. going to be like, oh, I'll jump into a burning building and save a stranger. Not everyone right. has those ideas, like ideals and morals. Yeah, right. Not exactly. everyone's built like that. Absolutely. Exactly. And 
you know, that I have to say, that was like the first time Scott actually got a chance to open up to anybody. And True. that also gives you a level of, tra- even though he hurt Ray, even though he yeah. hurt Ray, he actually opened up to somebody that he only meant for a couple of hours. True. And everything. And that just shows you the closeness that you were going to get later on in the film with the bonding yeah. that they have. Yes. Because they don't get, they always clash. And then also, too, oh, I also man. love, let's Absolutely. talk about the, let's just talk about Harold and his sister for a minute. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, how cute. Yes. Yes. And then Great. he's walking around the school. He's walking in the school and then he goes, kiss your sister goodbye. Why? I don't ever <laughs> kiss my sister because you never know when she's going to die. Just what right. do you mean she's going to die? She lives right. with me. Kids don't process this way the things that we process things. You can yes. definitely tell that there's innocence there. You yes. know? Hey, to, oh, hold on a second. Hey, Tamika. <laughs> hey, Tamika. <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, I love the innocence with that scene where it's like, you know, kiss your sister goodbye. Why? Because you never know what's going to happen and, and everything. So he kisses her. True. <laughs> it is. It really is. Because as a yeah. kid, you don't understand that. You don't understand the concept of death. Yeah. Until like, you don't you're think actually finished it. with it. Right. Because yeah. you're like, I get to see my sister every single day. She lives with me. What yep. do you mean she's going to die? <laughs> you know? And remember, so, at that age, you think you're going to yeah. live forever anyway. I mean, it's it's a kid. So you don't, you know, life goes on for you. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think about that. Yeah. And see, now, um, I'm someone who works with kids. Like, my latest job, I'm working at a nursery. And when they... um when he brings the daughter into the classroom. Oh, the lady, yes. The teacher's looking at him like, who is this man? <laughs> and she looks, you know, and um, of course, you know, the I can't remember the daughter's name, but her being a, a young child, when the teacher asks her, like, um, do you know this? Like, are you okay? She's like, yeah. Are you sure you can tell me? Yeah, I'm okay. Do you know him? Kind of. Like, she doesn't realize what the teacher is a little terrified, you know, because yeah. um, I don't think they even called him, like called Ray called um, the school to be like, hey, someone else is bringing my kid, uh, you know. So of course the teacher is like rightfully freaked out. Yeah, right. and then also too, she said, um, and also too, this is also what um, what Scott actually says. He goes, "You're not going to get anything out of her. We already had that talk before coming over here." I love that part. I love that part. The teacher just kind of look, you know, tells him to go wash the brushes. But I, I love that. Yeah, right. And then also like the thing with Harold and him though too, because it goes past the tattoo with the mark. Whenever he actually gave the twelve-year-old kid a tattoo, now he's bonding with him and everything. Right. So now he's dealing with the OC characters, original characters that the kid is drawing. And everything, right. telling him how he can actually advance with that character and yes. developing that character. That is just awesome. I love that. Yeah. That was inspirational yeah. to me. Yeah, I thought that and was then, a, a good idea. I mean, for first of all, for uh, it was supposed to be his punishment, you know, for him to walk right. the kids to school. Um, and of course, we see as they, you know, show every day him walking the kids to school, him getting closer, the little girl, Kelly, um, singing to him. And I thought it was cute that he gave her a compliment. He wasn't too mean to the kids. He was kind of sarcastic. But right. he gets to know the kids more than the parents actually know the kids. Yeah. Right. And that's why and, and it helps him. It helps okay, him. And I'm going to probably, I'm going to say this, and uh, ladies, you might agree with me, but I really do think that one of the reasons it is attractive that a guy is nice to kids is that he's being patient with them. Again, I work with children. A lot of people don't seem to understand the kids don't understand how the world works completely. They're right. trying to figure things out and you need to be patient with them. And Scott's being patient with them and actually talking yeah. to them. And he's not talking yeah. down to them and being Absolutely. a jerk. Like, yeah. Like he yeah. at least has the common decency to be decent with these kids. And he allows right. them to tell them what, what they like, you know, like Kelly yeah. saying that she likes to sing. And I thought it was really cute that Harold, when brothers and sisters usually fight, Harold said she's a really good singer. She sings really good. Basically, like, don't say anything negative about my sister singing. She's a really good singer. And I yeah. I like that scene, you know. I felt that. Yeah, you yeah, exactly. You feel that scene. So it mm-hmm. does humanize Scott. And 
I think for Scott, it helps him because he's with the kids and I, I thought it brought something out in him, you know? Yeah. Definitely. And it also felt realistic. Cause like I said, little kids, yeah. they, if you're into stuff they're into, they love it. When yes. Harold started talking about the superhero, you know, he seemed yeah. sort of excited that an adult was listening to him and his idea. Right. And I'm like, right. that, it's, such, it's a really good scene. And those kid actors were really good too. Weren't they great? They yes. were. To make a guys with kids and puppies are attractive to women. That's true. <laughs> That's true. very true. That's that very is very true. true. Yes. That's the one way to a woman's heart. We love that. <laughs> I have to agree. Um, so <laughs> let's see here. Now I want to actually catch, do something else that I really wanted to touch base on with. And it's dealing with Ray Bishop and also his ex-wife. Because okay. remember... God goes over to his house <laughs> and sorry. he wanted to find a, out a bunch of dirt on Ray. That's right. He gets oh, her you drunk. Know <laughs> you know what's funny though? I thought he was actually going to sleep with her for a minute. I thought that I did too. I thought she was going to try to do him. I thought he's going to he's going to sleep with her. That's going to be his revenge. I I I knew it was <laughs> going to happen. I just knew it would happen. Yeah, it's like okay, well, you're off my mind, and I was like, is she gonna try to sleep with them? That's what I thought. I thought she was gonna try to seduce him oh. or something. <laughs> right, because things yeah. like this, he goes, okay, I can just see him with that little smirk that he has. He goes, you know, I talked to your wife and everything, you know, and yeah, I could have uh, seen him you know, doing been, that. You know, you've been effing my mom, so you know what? I decided after a wife too. <laughs> I, I I knew that I just knew it was gonna happen. I really thought so they were related. Sitting, you know. Yeah, for for that to happen because they're drinking, smoking, and I'm like, oh no, he's what? gonna sleep with them and go back and tell Me Ray. Too. But yeah, he didn't. I'm glad that they did that though because that's the opposite thing effect. And I always like it whenever it's not planned out the way I think that it's gonna go down. But then yes. he released a bunch of dirt that about Ray and yeah. everything. Yes, and then that's when Ray gets into it. He throws him into the swimming pool. Matter of fact, he actually right, pretty yeah. much just throws him over his uh, shoulders and throws yeah. him into the swimming pool at his house. And then, and the when mo- Marissa, then- go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. Go ahead. I'll, I'll let you. Well, do when this Margie one. shows up, he's in. Ray's got him in a headlock. Uh, got Scott in a headlock. So they both look horrible. And Margie puts both of them out. So right. you know, Scott ruined it for Ray with the mom, and it backfired on he as well because he thought, you know, yeah, get out of here, yeah, but mom I- put them. Both out so and and there you know begins Ray and Scott's bonding yep and then also too remember the sister invites them over to the college this is before Ray and him gets into a fight yes and yes. he thought that he that the sister was going to take Scott's side but instead yes. she yes. took Ray's side yeah and then they went, went on happy. her to like, she's so oh. frustrated with him, and I get it, because she's like, can't you just let mom be happy? Like, leave mom alone. Because yeah. Ray really isn't that big of a dick. He really isn't. No, he's a good guy. Right. And he's been trying really hard, but Scott's just been purposely being a jerk. See, um, yeah. like, yep. me and uh, John, for the first episode of my podcast, we reviewed over the moon and that has the same sort of storyline and it's like the whole entire time I was like the character was not being nice to her dad's new girlfriend I'm like stop being a butt and and be nice and that's what I was doing with Scott I'm like stop being a butt and just be nice it's not that hard because like it seems like he was trying his not to be nice and so he kind of deserved to be thrown into the pool in my opinion it's like that's I, I, I totally agree with you on that. And I also love the party scene and everything oh, else. Yeah. And making up yeah. what classes he's in, which he's in zero classes, just hitting on <laughs> the college girls, smoking weed yeah. with the college girls. Then he's actually pretending that he's actually smarter than what he actually is, talking about philosophy True. and government and everything else. And the next thing you know, he starts getting with this other girl. At, yeah, that's right. And then uh after and that, see that his sisters have a good time at college, remember? Because he didn't think that that they had a good time like that, you know. Right. And and then like she said, how would you know? You've never been to college, you know. So, you know, but I thought that him going to the party with her was a good bonding moment mm-hmm. for them, and that's why he thought that she would team up with him to get rid of Ray. Right. Until he realizes that 
there's no need. Like like Nicole said, let mom be happy. Right. I felt like in a way, Scott kind of used her in a sense because okay. he knew what he was going to probably ask after hanging out with her. Okay. Was to seek revenge on Ray by yes. herself without Ray, without Melissa, uh, Melissa Tomei, which is Ma- Margie. And, yeah. you know, that's what I was thinking. You know? Okay. But I don't know if you guys thought that or not. No, I didn't. I didn't even think that. Yeah, I really didn't. Okay. So, okay, so like like Rossi said and everything, so he gets thrown into the swimming pool. Yeah. And then that's when it starts the bonding time. And, of course, he has nowhere to go. And so first he goes on ahead and sleeps with, the, uh, <laughs> what's the character's name again? Elsie. Uh, this was yeah. a jerk thing to do. Guys, don't yeah. ever do this, please. No, I do <laughs> yes. not advise that. Because yeah, after they get yeah. done having sex, he goes, well, I'm just going to go on ahead and uh, crash here for a couple of days. A couple of days? Well, maybe a month. And she's <laughs> a month, well, <laughs> a year. Longer. Right. So and he, he says him the wrong thing. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I got kicked out from my mom's and Kelsey, like, realizes, oh, my God, did you just come over here and have sex with me for a place to stay? And he's like, no, no, no. And, you know, of course, for a woman, that's not going to happen. So I thought it was funny that he she throws him out the room. He goes downstairs and asks the brother, hey, you mind if I crash with you? And he's like, no. (laughs) He's like, nope. (laughs) I loved that. And I just see and I kind of also loved I sometimes one of the reasons I feel like I don't like a lot of modern comedies is they will always try to make the female characters out to be the bitch when they're in the right. And they didn't do this. Right. Like Kelsey has every right to be like, you are not staying yes. here. You can't just keep right. using me when it's convenient. Exactly. Yes. I, I do commence Chelsea. She was a strong character though for Scott, to be honest yes, with you. Yes, she was. She was. And you know, and the delivery of her lines was good. And I also like the part two where Scott is actually sleeping in somebody else's yard on their porch. <laughs> That's and, right. and then and the guy goes, What the hell are you doing? <laughs> Oh, I, I thought this was my house. And he, <laughs> he <wasn't. laughs> And then finally he goes to the uh, police, uh, not the police station, but the fire station where yeah. Ray is. Yeah. And that's where yeah. I really love that, though. Like, at first you're thinking, okay, how is this going to play out? Are they going to kick him out? Because Ray and him are not going to get along. And Ray yeah. even said it. He goes, you can stay for the night, but then after that, you got to go. Yeah, you got to go. Because you ruined the yeah. relationship with the mom, yeah. you know? I mean, you, you ruined my relationship with your mom because you're being a brat. You know, now yeah. you need me, which was the best thing that happened for Scott was ending up at the firehouse, you know? Yeah, right. With he the learned guys. responsibility. He, re- yes. he learned responsibility. He learned about what a job was, being independent, right. have, making his own way. And then at right. first, you know, you can definitely tell he's afraid of that fire truck. Yeah, too. yeah. And I was not a fan of it. You know what, though? I love the scene where it just pans in the back of him as he's entering, okay. like he's going into a stadium. Okay. And okay. That's, that's the feel that I got from it. You're coming out of the, the stadium and it pans back to the where the jersey is. And you're going okay. full into the fire station that way. That's what I got out of it. And okay. I really love that feeling is like, okay, this is a little bit of anxiety for me. What's going to happen to me? I piss Ray off. Are the guys going to accept me? Because I also pissed right. off Papa as well. So yeah. what's going to happen to me? You know? So yeah. I definitely love that. Let's see. Uh, uh, Charlie says, once God enters the fire station is where the movie's picked up. Yeah. Oh, this yes. is actually where it picks yes. up. I agree. Yeah. I like that um, um, Scott realized that as he, you know, stays with them, you know, and days go by and he's, you know, they put him to work basically when he starts going out on calls with them, he starts to see the heroes that they are, you know, because they, they show them, you know, with the the first building that was on fire and he's really scared and nervous because he's starting to bond with these guys. And you see that he has this kind of anxiety when he sees them going into the building and there's fire and, you know, the, the fact that they're, you know, risking their lives. And then at the end, they're coming out with people and saving people. Yeah. And it's like he's starting to get a different view of what yeah. it was that his dad did. Mm-hmm. You know, right. that they're, they're heroes. You know, it's not what he thought. They are needed. 
Yeah, because right. like, see, as they're going up to, you know, the 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 building that's on fire, you know, at first it's just yeah. you see the fire, but as fires usually do, the the windows start bursting. Yes. You know, and he like yeah. flinches a bit. Yeah, right, you know, right. And see, so he's standing there, and um, Steve Buscemi, Papa, he's standing down there with him. And he says, "You're gonna be okay." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I know," but it's like you can tell he kind of is still worried about them because you yeah, know there's right. a chance something could go wrong and right. like For the scene right. where ray comes out with someone who was in the apartment building it's as cheesy as this is gonna sound it was really cool it's like in some slow-mo and everything mm-hmm. and yeah. you know i think it was the first time he was seeing ray as somebody other than just this guy who's trying to steal his mom who's trying to take his dad's place he sees him as the hero that he is and it's such a great scene right. It and is. he's concerned it really from Ray as well. Like he's, you know, he's getting to know Ray, and it's like he's concerned that something will happen to Ray. Yeah, because I right. think he also remembers if something happens to Ray, what's going to happen to Harold and his sister? It, They're going to be there. You go. Yeah. Right. Right, because you can tell for like a split second as he's watching, he's worried about Ray though too. His anxiety is there yes. with every, with all <laughs> the other guys, but he actually cares for him, and he yes. And, also, too, I also love when finally Ray goes, you can tattoo me. And oh, use me. Yes. Oh, I love and, that. and then there's also another funny part, though, too, that I want to get into as well, is the part where he's washing the uh, fire truck. Because why the fuck <laughs> am I watching this fire truck? Are you modeling for something or what? It's just going to get covered again. <laughs> right. <laughs> is it trying to look sexy and, for the fire? <laughs> all I can think of is the calendars with the fire firemen and everything. That's oh my god! Right, the Mr. June, Mr. September, right? right. Yes, yeah, Mr. December, Mr. January, all that. Yes, yeah. yes. But what about the scene too, where he, the the, oh. the the guy, Action Bronson, shows up, and he's the guy with the stab stab wound. Oh, yeah. and remember that scene. This guy, okay, what I loved about this is how casual this guy is. Because at first, Scott's <laughs> yeah. not looking up at him. And the guy's like, hey, can can I get some help? He's like, yeah. And then, see, Scott looks up, and this dude has a <laughs> massive pool of blood on his yeah. shirt. Yeah. He pulls it off. There's this huge gaping wound. And it's like, it's nothing. And Scott's like, dude, you need to go to the hospital. <laughs> He's like, You're going to die. You're going to die, yeah. like, right now. You're going to die. And he's like, no, don't call anyone. Don't call anyone. I'll, I'll, I'll be fine. No, you're going to die. And he goes, what happened? He goes, what happened? He goes, did you get a shot? No, I fell. And I landed on a fence. Right. <laughs> he goes, don't worry about it. Get me some band-aids and I'm good to go. He's like, nah, nah, no, dude. You're no. not good to go. And so he steals or takes the, 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 the fire truck or, or whatever, the vehicle to get the guy to the hospital. And of course that scene starts when um, Ray gets there and, and, you know, they realize that no Ray comes back and goes with them. Right. Or does Ray meet him at no, the hospital? Ray shows, Ray shows yeah. up at the ER. Okay. And everything, because remember, yeah. uh, God's already there. So I love the fact that Scott calls Ray. He, intr- he yes. trusts Ray okay. at this level now. Okay. And letting him in. And now he's like, Hey, I'm, I'm with the fire um, fire department and everything. So <laughs> can you have them in? So that's I definitely right. love that. And then that's when the mother comes in. And she's like, what the hell are you yeah. two doing here? Yeah, like she's <laughs> kind of right, covered in blood. She's still probably mad at both of them. But then when she finds out what happened, she seems like kind of shocked. Yeah. Right. And shocked and, that they've been staying together, that he'd been staying with Ray. Yeah. That whole right. time. <clears throat> yeah. Well, remember this though. He does now. Scott does come home, and he goes, "Yeah, mom, I, 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 end, I have a job now. I know responsibility. Yeah, yeah. I've been That's doing right. great. Can, can I come home?" And she's just like, "He goes, um, you know what, Scott, come, come with me." All of a sudden, he shows him the door <laughs> and then shuts it. She's savage. And her and her sister like, in there just dying, dying laughing. She's kind of laughing at him, like. That was a great like, scene. Oh, you think you know what hard work is? Which, you know, in a way, she kind of has a right to do this. Because, like, you've worked one yeah. day, dude. That's it. Right. Yeah. And he's 24. Right. So she's trying to, you right. know, it's time to go. 
you know, it's time to yeah. go. Yeah. And then, you know, in the ER, now we're going to go back to the ER. I know we've been kind of okay. like going back and forth, but it's kind of like flashbacks, you know? That's I got a lot going on through. in this. Yeah. But, you know, I like the part where she goes, okay, let me see your shirts. Take off your shirts. So she, and she goes, yeah. what the hell is this? Just what? I told him no Chinese symbol. Is there Chinese symbols? No, there's yeah. no Chinese symbols. And there's like what Chinese No unicorns. Yeah, Everything unicorn. he said not to do, he freaking did. Back. All except one thing, though. And that was a portrait of them together. Yes. And that's and, how and not bad. His sister, right. uh, Margie, Ray, and yeah. And it's really sweet. Even though it doesn't look that good, it's still really sweet. <laughs> like MGK said, yeah, I had a tattoo book when I was 12. This, that's exactly what it looked like. <laughs> but I loved uh, I loved that. That brought tears to his mom and everything. Yeah, and you know, that, that, that's more of a, once again, accepting him into their lives. Yes. And that's yes. great. Yeah. So and that was like his way of saying, like, you know, accept him. And that's a big deal for her. Yeah. So it's it's really sweet. It definitely. And is. remember, Ray's been wanting him to accept them because I mean, uh, another flashback. If you remember at dinner, uh, mm-hmm. the mom and Ray were talking about they're going um, to Boston to visit Ray's. She's going to be introduced to Ray's mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And remember, Scott's at the table saying, "What am I going to do for Thanksgiving?" And Ray was like, "You can come with us. You're, you're welcome to come with us." So he was, you know, from the very first time that he started dating, you know, Margie. Ray was always open to kind of step he in was, there and kind of be Scott's significant dad, you know. He's right. very accepting of Scott. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because, you know, and there's also, some, like, people when they start dating someone who has kids, a lot of them are not going to do that. There are going to be some people who genuinely will not make an effort. But especially when he's 24 years old, you know, especially yeah. at 24, you know, like, they're not going to do that, you know. Right. But yeah. still trying. And, you know, so good on Ray. His tattoos looked a lot better when the movie started out. <laughs> um, I love the yeah. tattoo of the sister on the, on uh, Margie's, because uh, I thought it was yeah. a rabbit, it, too. <laughs> and when she was like, no, it's uh, it's uh, his sister. And I was like, what? Because I thought, I thought, oh, he drew a rabbit on his mom's, you know, arm. No. Yeah, said he thought it was a cocker spaniel. I thought it was a dog, too. Yeah. I thought it was a rabbit or something. All right. So, is there anything else that you guys want to dive into and everything else that you want to last minute yeah. thoughts? Yeah, would like yeah. to say that I liked how the how it ends. Yes, I was going to say that. It, yeah, it's not like he. The way they ended is he takes Kelsey to take some sort of exam, and yeah. she says like, "I go, like go, do something," you know. And it just ends on him sort of looking around at like they're in Brooklyn, looking around kind of with like a hopeful look on his face. He doesn't seem despondent or anything it's like he's sort of you know starting maybe to see this world isn't so bad he just has to try and it's a it's a simple thing you know it ends with a shot on him and i'm like i liked that it was perfect yeah i love the way it ends yeah Mm -hmm. i I love that i love how she's like you're gonna be around it's gonna be like two three hours and you know you think he's not but i i love the way it just ended yeah it was was perfect I, i love that same and also, too, like, you can definitely tell that he enjoyed helping her study for the exam yes. right. and everything, too, getting her settled in. And then also, too, he's looking at his life, right? So yes. this is what I got out of it. It's like, you know what? It's going to be okay. He goes, yes. Chelsea's into me. I'm going to give her a chance. We're connecting. We're bonding. This is not going to be this one moment anymore. I'm going to live in this moment and see where this actually goes. And I'm also going to probably be a part of a fire department where people actually depend on me now yeah. and life is just good. That's what yeah. I got out of it. Yeah. It was absolutely. a good ending. Yeah. Very good ending. Great good. movie. Great movie. I, I'm looking forward oh, to his yeah. next film. Oh yeah. Me too. He's going to be in um, yeah. the next suicide squad movie. And I'm looking forward to that. Really? Yeah. I forget who he's playing. Cause you know, um, James is Gunn knows comedies. Let me mm. see who's going to play real quick. Let me see. Is he supposed to be playing Polka Dot Man or Kite Man? I can't remember. Yeah, it's one of those. Hmm. But yeah, so like, I really see, um, oh, he's playing Blackguard. That's who he's playing. See, the thing is, um, like I've said, I feel like I, I this is um, called, a, a, there's a genre of movie I don't like, and what I call them is everyone is an asshole movie where it's about <laughs> dysfunctional families, but like, everyone's just 
too dysfunctional to be likable. But mm. with this, they made him dysfunctional, but I still felt for him. I felt for his mom. I felt for his sister. You know, it's like, right. and so it was actually really surprising because at first I was like, I don't know if I'll like this because I don't like movies yeah, where everyone's just screaming at each other. It's exhausting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. But it was good. I, I really did like it. And I, I was really I really think uh, Pete Davidson did a fantastic job. He did. He did. And everybody's actually hating on this movie because they don't understand it, you know? Yeah, I'm getting that too. I'm I'm hearing that people, like, I I brought it up to, like, my sister, and I was like, oh, my gosh, you got to see it. She's like, nope, I don't want to see it. I'm like, no, it's really good. Because I thought that too until I watched it. And like I said, I I, I loved it. I, I really enjoyed it. I loved the pace of the movie, and he did a great job. He really did. It was funny. Great actors yeah. all around. Agreed. Yeah, so I can watch it like two more times. Same. As a matter of fact, I think I watched this thing like five times. I think that's maybe why it might be trending. <laughs> but <laughs> um, but anyways, guys, um, that's going to do it for the show and everything. I just want to uh, say thank you guys for joining me on this. And I, here's the thing. I love hearing th- women's perspectives on movies, even though this is like a dude movie in a, in a yeah, sense. Yeah, right. Right. But, you know, I just like hearing females' perspectives. I've always been that kind of thing because God, with guys' perspectives, we're, we are just straightforward. We go yeah. into the narrative. We don't think about what we talk about, think about or anything like that. Our opinion is what our, what our opinion is. You guys actually settle back, you relax and chill, and you're like, you know, let, let's just take a breather for a minute and see what this thing is actually about. Let's go on ahead. So that's what I like about this and everything. Thank you. So, my question for you guys is, Rossi, where can people follow you at? People can follow me on Instagram at McCree123Hotmail.com. That's M-C-C-R-E-E, Hotmail.com. You can also follow me on Facebook uh, at Rossi Lynn. And I'm now on uh, TikTok at Rossi McCree. And I just put up a oh, new nice. video. Hope you guys like it. Awesome. Okay. And where and can people Twitter follow you? And Rossi Lynn Bark one. Sorry. Okay. 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 Right. I'm follow you then because I don't have so, you on Twitter. So yeah, I don't either. I was looking for you and I couldn't find you, so I need you to send me your your tag. Look so, for movie bubbles unit. <laughs> okay. Okay. I am Rootbeer Bubbles, aka Rootbeer Floaty, on Twitter, and I also have a Twitter for my podcast, which is Pop Culture Chaos. Um, we're hopefully going to be doing an episode this week on Clue, so be on the lookout for that. Awesome. Okay. And let's see. I'm actually, as a course, guys, you guys can always go ahead and follow me at Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on Facebook. You guys can also follow me on Instagram at Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite over there for all your entertainment needs and wants and everything. For movie news, for um, movie uh, movie news, TV news, TV reviews, go ahead. Go to www.movieloversunite.com. And another thing, too, guys, is follow me on Movie Lovers Unit. Sometimes I actually tease certain things that I'm going to be doing. I also put up polls so that way I can decide on what you guys might want to uh, watch us review or topics that you want us to go over. Go on and check that out over there. You guys can follow me at Movie Lovers Unit over there. And then, of course, at John Agorio 8 on Twitter. And then another thing, too, is this. Uh, I'm actually going to be doing two shows tomorrow. Ooh. One at five, Yeah. I'm actually doing 5 o'clock Central Time, 6 o'clock Eastern Time. And I'm actually going to have another podcaster with me. Her name is Isabel, Isabel Life, I believe that's what it is. Uh, the Isabel Podcast. And she's a young entrepreneur who's just now getting into podcasting and everything else. So we're actually teaming up. We're actually going to be reviewing The Devil All the Time. So we're going to be reviewing that. And then after that, at 8 o'clock, you can actually catch me back over here again. And... I'm actually interviewing an independent director and producer for his new independent film. So go ahead and check that out tomorrow night, guys. And always until next time, guys, it's been fun. It's been great. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, Bye, guys. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DiGorio. And I just want to talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audio books, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King. The list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to audiobooks, is just fantastic. If you're on 
on the road and everything and you want an audiobook and you want to download it fast, go ahead, go to Audible. You're not going to regret it. They actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on. You can actually go on ahead, go to the link, and it'll bring you up to that trial. And a matter of fact, every month, members actually get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection and access to Daily News Digest from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs. Another thing, too, guys, that's not all they have. They also have... They also have, finish, if you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021, they have stuff for that too, like finishing more books or becoming a better parent, leader, or a person. How-to books, which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately and everything else. So if you guys are actually looking for something to maybe better yourself for 2021, go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always, until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless.